Good morning. I thought you were going to say and bra as well, but that's fine. <laughs> I said Udo. Well, let's go there. And bra as well. Yeah. But by definition, given at the top of the intro, are you still freelancing? And more importantly, how has this period impacted on you? Well, well yes. I mean, so, so two things. One is I, I have a project that is still in its, in its growth stages called Champion South Africa. But beyond that, from, from what you would know me better as, as, a, as, a, free, as, a, as a media practitioner, mm. yes, I'm, I'm still very much a freelancer, which... And I picked up what you said about uh, about sporting tours. Um, I mean, I don't really do much sport directly, yeah. but certainly in terms of program directing, moderating, facilitating, I've done a lot in the last few weeks, and I can see immediately the moment the spike comes up here with regard to COVID-19, once again, um, it would be incredibly difficult for organizations to set up live events in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. So the impact that it would have on people like myself and many others, I think, is, is devastating in the sense that there is no comeback from that. So yeah. whatever you think you may get um, in terms of your budgets, uh, there is no recourse. There's no such thing as it's deferred for a couple of weeks. It's mm. gone. It's mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, and I hate when organizations and institutions use that word deferred when they know that it's simply no longer going to happen. Because all Absolutely. that happens in the space is... Whatever falls away today will come back in a slightly different form with less budget down the line. Well, well you're right. I mean, it's interesting you say that because just after my period at SAFM ended uh, just over two years ago, there was a, um, a, a media production company from, uh, well, media production company that, that asked me to host a show on, on, on ETV, mm. but advertise a funded show, which was going to start in uh, September of, of that year, right? And uh, as we know, COVID sort of impacted on us in March of that year. And by the time April came, or May, the same production company said, you know, this whole thing is advertiser-funded. Advertisers re-looked at budgets. Uh, Sorry, can't do. We'll review next year. Well, you know, next year is now 18 months later. It has not happened. And that was like for a regular weekly series. So so that's just my example. But the, the truth is, as I'm talking to you, I'm certain that listeners are nodding their head and say, but that's me too. Mm, 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 absolutely. You, you know what I, I, what I want to do? Because I need to take the headlines now at 6.30. Uh, and then yeah. I just want to continue the conversation with you a little bit. But, but just quickly, we have something in South Africa called the Freelancers Association. I know that uh, at times you've, you've sort of worked as coordinator there as well. What, what, what is their aim? What, what is, why are they in existence? Well, well, I don't know. So, so let, me, let me just answer this. I mean, there was a, there's a national freelance body, which actually I'm not really part of. I paid a subscription once, and I've never heard much from them again. But what there was, which we can talk about maybe after the news, is there was an independent uh, body, which was effectively an SABC mm. freelance association. And, and I, was the, I was the chairperson uh, at the time when people like William Booney and yeah. Gareth Cliff and all the guys, I was the chair of that. Uh, and what happened or what didn't happen around that is still a cause for concern. Perhaps that would be the headline news thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've left us with a, with a nice little prickly one for immediately after the headlines. Let's go then. Now, 6.30 the time. And uh, let's find out from Zoleka Kodashe just what's happening in the world. Thanks, Udo. In your 6.30 news headlines, experts in Botswana say the Omicron coronavirus variant has probably been in circulation since September. 
It was first detected in Botswana and South Africa last month, but cases have since been found in more than 40 countries. Meanwhile, another 16,366 people have tested positive for the virus in the country in the last reporting cycle. And there are hopes of further trade deals and closer economic cooperation after President Cyril Ramaphosa kicked off a two-day working visit to Ghana. I'll have details on these and other stories at the top of the hour. The Weekend View, 6 to 7 a.m. Yeah, and on the show, we're also going to have some solid details for you on that very deal that Zoleka was talking about, or, or series of deals that Zoleka was talking about, based on our president's visit to West Africa. Our guest is still on the line, but let me tell you what uh, is coming up between 7 and 10 this morning on uh, the Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. Uh, Bertha House in Mowbray, Cape Town, will be launching an activism kitchen and a co-work space as part of their community engagement activations. And as always, uh, they've got a guest presenter. This week's guest presenter is one of my favorite South Africans. Marumo, my producer, we need to make a plan to, to have a chat and meet this lady as well. Lady Scully will be uh, on the Jet Set Breakfast this weekend on her paintings, technology and art of her global footprint. And don't forget, as always, send in your Big Fat Juicy on WhatsApp or uh, SMS 41391 and those will be charged at one rand fifty. Now, I have long time, because I don't like using the word veteran, long time media practitioner Ashraf Garda on the line as we chat about the impact and ramifications that COVID-19 has had on the freelance industry. Now, just before we uh, went to the headlines there, you spoke about the emergence of an association of freelancers that, that we yet to know what's come of it. I, I just I just wonder, Ashraf, because you, you sometimes have to take the good with the bad. And, and the freelance environment is one where workers in it can control their own time, can can effectively control their own levels of income when the going is good. Yet, when the going is bad, should there be some kind of overarching support for people who plug into uh, the industry in a freelance way? Yeah, I I think they should. So, so, I mean, let's understand, you know, why is there a need for a freelancer? Um, from, From a freelancer point of view, it allows that person to do different things in different environments without being full-time with one company. So you use the word gig economy in your intro. I mean, that is a growing currency. It's, it's, a, it's a full-time reality nowadays. So that's the one example of it. So someone like yourself, who you can host a show, which is very current to this today, but if a cricket tour happens, yeah. you want to play in that space, that gives you the privilege of being a freelancer, okay? On the other hand, from an employer point of view, if they use freelancers, it actually means they don't pay them many of the benefits that full-time employers get. They, they're not stuck with them for two, three years uh, where, where, you know, um, they, they, they completely committed them. So there's a nice arrangement between the two, which, actually, which, which is a win-win by and large. But mm. the problem is the odds still favor the employer in that, Absolutely. in the sense that if a show is canceled, if a cricket tour is canceled, um, if, for example, the, the, the Ramaphosa speaks from West Africa and decides having a two-hour show this morning, on a, and they're going to use it in, in your time because there's a live broadcast, yeah, yeah. and there's another, there's another presenter who's going to host it from there. Well, for that day, your show is gone. So it's happened to me often at SAFM, mm. for example, where there would be the budget speech coming up, and because the economists host the budget speech, you don't have the option of saying, I'm not working today, but in fact, I'll get paid anyway, yeah. or, or some competition, zero, right? So I think there has to be something uh, in between that. Now, Maybe perhaps the, the image that I use in terms of what is a freelancer works best where you're, you're someone who's 
in a swimming pool, yeah. right? You can't quite swim, but you know if you have your, your headbands on, your, um, your armbands on, rather, that you're, you're going to be able to float. And you will float as long as the armbands uh, have, uh, well, they, they, they're there and there's enough air to keep you afloat. The problem is what happens when that air dissipates, then you have a huge problem. And in many ways, that is the, the ongoing life of a freelancer. There's lots yeah, of hope, yeah. there's lots of pleasure when you're swimming, but the moment the air goes out of the armband, you're in serious trouble. And that's what happens on an ongoing basis with a freelancer. The truth is, is there a space for freelancers in South Africa and in the world? Absolutely. So getting, going back to the gig economy, it's going to be growing currency. Therefore, more attention has to be paid towards it. Now, we can talk about the SAPC freelance example before if you've got time and I'll certainly tell you. I, I, I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it here, but you, you've sparked something in me that, that, that I want to take forward here because I, I like the idea of, and, and it's true, as a freelancer, it's lovely to swim. But ultimately, the consistent feeling that you want emotionally and professionally is that you can always float. But, but for yeah, the yeah. benefit of this morning, Ashraf, we shall leave it there. And all I'm going to say is masala tea and dania sausages for breakfast before Christmas this year, ne? Well, I'm not a masala tea person, but by the way. For me, for me. You can you, have your Earl Grey. It's fine. Because sisters and coffee, okay? I like that. I like that. There we all go. Right.